You'll find a lot of similarities in this episode of Cadillac Jack, My Second Act. In Season 4, Episode 3 of Seinfeld. Remember the episode when NBC asks Jerry to come up with an idea for a TV series? George decides he can be a sitcom writer, but he comes up with nothing. But nothing happens on the show. September 16th, 1992, The Pitch. All right, tell me, tell me about the stories. What kind of stories? Oh, no, no stories. For the first time in nearly 330 episodes, there's no run of show. There is nothing planned. For one, I'm not going to compromise my artistic integrity. Just a, it's a show about nothing, a podcast episode about nothing. Artistic integrity? Well, where, where, where did you come up with that? You're not artistic, and you have no integrity. <laughs> My name is Cadillac Jack. I joined Atlanta Radio when I was 19 years old, put in a loyal 26 years. Welcome to my second act. It's a podcast where we talk about things you're already talking about with your family and your friends and your coworkers. We have conversations about uh, current events, pop culture and trends, sports every now and then, Donna. talking a lot of sports right now. Yeah. With uh, your Georgia Bulldogs. Plus, endearing and revealing stories about marriage, parenting, and personal growth. Welcome to episode 329 mm. of Cadillac Jack, my second act. My name's Donna. I'm Kelly's Don. wife. Donna's in. Okay, we're going to talk about the, that one friend that everybody has. But before we get to that, mm-hmm. what is that raggedy little bracelet you're wearing? This is a uh, a wristband that I've worn for five days because I can't find scissors. Well, here's some right here. You know what, Donna? I'm going to remove it. This is from a wrestling tournament at uh, Holy Innocence. Oh, that I, went to. Well, I mean, I thought it was like a really good story. Like I went to a club or something? Well, not even, and not even like a club. No, I just thought it was like. But it is a wristband. You would get it at a club. Looks like one. It, yeah. Anyway, um, so I thought gone. maybe it was, gone. I thought maybe it was like from your commemorative day that I would like for you to share with us. What commemorative day? You got a proclamation, a proclamation. Yeah. Was, like, we're talking about one friend though. No, but here's what I don't understand. What's that? Me, the girls and I had no idea that you had gotten a proclamation. Proclamation from the city of Griffin. It's a proclamation. Okay. And why would we not have known that? Um, because it's, I'm, I'm grateful and thankful that they gave me that. But I just, Yeah. Okay. All right. One friend. So what happened? Well, I, I wasn't there. I wasn't there because our ceiling, our roof fell in the day that I was supposed to be presented with it. I had no idea it was coming. Okay. But what, what did you receive the proclamation for? The proclamation for Cadillac Jack Day was given because of my, uh, I don't have it in front of me, my, because uh, I'm a good guy. Okay. I'm a good guy, and I'm nice and kind and generous with my time. And I don't I think, to, I don't I, know that that's what you got it for. I well, it tell is. You. It okay. is, because of the, uh, the the first ever community service award that the Griffin PD presented to Cherokee Casket Company. Cherokee Casket Company donated oh. the caskets to all the families of the kids that were killed at the Uvalde school shooting back right. in May of last year. That's, have you said that yet, of last year? Yeah, it's crazy. That's the first time I've said that. Uh, today upload day is what the uh, the fifth, um, so that was that's what it was all about. Chief uh, Michael Yates and and, and uh, Angie Burnham, who is his executive assistant at uh, the Griffin Police Department, uh, and the, the men and women of the GPD and uh, the the mayor of Griffin and the city council all involved and and made a Cadillac Jack Day. I didn't even know it. That's amazing. Okay, yeah, I think it is too. Yeah. Here's what's crazy about that. What's crazy about that? Is it is it going to be the same day every day every year? I have no idea. I haven't read it because now you have two days. You have a day in, in the city of Atlanta. Is it the city of Atlanta or the state of Georgia? Proper city of Atlanta. The city of Atlanta, yes, where everybody can walk around nude and just run down the streets and do whatever you want to do. On my day? Yeah. Okay. We've deemed that possible. Uh, I don't recall. In that. years past. Yeah. And then, because listen, they're not watching anything down there in Fulton County. You can do whatever you want. 
And then in the and then here you have another day. Right, in Griffin, Georgia. I think you I think your other day is in March. We're gonna have to look up that proclamation. Well, what day is that? From what? From you. Let's not do this. That that's Cadillac Jack Day, remember? Okay. Yeah, kind of. Kind of. All right, one friend. Okay, most people, just so you know, County, don't get one day named after themselves. You have two days, which is shocking because you you are a nice guy. Thank you. Thank you. That sounded like a, I was just a, a and helpful a, a throbbing endorsement <laughs> and helpful outside of the home. But yeah, I've like, always said that. Yeah, that's but crazy. I'm, not, I'm no good at home. Okay, well, that's not true. Well, I'm not. I'm, 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 I'm lazy in every aspect of my life and always have been, except for my work. I've never been lazy with work, never. Hmm. I think a lot of people are like that. Well, I don't know. Yeah, always. I've never cut corners on work. Never. Never once in my life. And I never will. In my life, I've cut many corners. And uh, I've hit many corners. But that's a, that's, a, that's a whole other episode. So uh, I, one, one friend. One I've, friend. Hit many, one friend. I, I've hit many corners with my mm. tires. Right. Um, that one friend is that person that, okay, so the new year has come around. And you don't want to be negative to this person because they're your friend. Or maybe they're just a Facebook friend or an Instagram friend yeah, or whatever. Well, there's a big difference, I think. But the one friend, and there's a lot of categories going on here in the new year. They have either started selling whitening toothpaste. Yes, or, yeah. Or they've started with some hair gloss, or they're on their fifteenth attempt at multi-level marketing. No, getting healthy. Oh, or you know, being sober. But here's what I always say: every day is a bright, beautiful, new, shining time to start over. So I'm not going to take that from anyone. But have you ever just like read someone's? And this is going to sound really, really like shallow and catty, not catty, but catty. And you're just like, really, Helen? You going to give it a go again? Or like they're they're in love with the next person that's going to like give them time. Change their life Call and everything. Call them by their name. I just don't think that like the correct name. Yeah, sometimes like the inside voice is, is a powerful tool. Like not to put it out into the universe until it's almost over. Does that make sense? Cuz you know that's coming. <laughs> Cuz you know that's coming. Yeah. Gene is not going to lose weight. Gene has tried Gary, but whoever. I hope he does. But he's not. Okay. But he's not. But that relationship's probably not going to work out either. And you know why it may not work out? It's because you're you're not living in your relationship. You're living on Facebook. Facebook. You just want everybody to know that ever since Darren left you you've in had, October, you've been looking. You've been looking around. You've been hunting. And you're in Paris with Jimmy. Paris. Or wherever you are, or P- Panama City Beach. More likely. And it's like I told you the other day. It's it's not even the post with you and Daryl. It's it's or Carol. It's the post of of the two of you laying on a beach chair, which is four four sets of feet. It's that cagey. Who, who are the other two? Well, no, there's two. You have two feet, and they have two feet. I mean, four feet, not four sets of feet. No, that's right, four feet. Okay, but you know what I mean. Or like two glasses. You only they only showed the two glasses like toasting together. Uh-huh. It's like just show us Gary, or show us why, Car- why, why Carol. Why would they show Gary or Carol? Because it's that kind of humble brag, that sneaky sort of. You know, I'm seeing someone new. See, I wouldn't even call. I, I wouldn't. I would not have even caught on to that because yeah. I just don't care. I guess. Yeah, but you know, how you, see, you do see that all the time, and it's like things are looking up, and it'll be like two martini glasses, and it's like, okay, Helen, where are you? Are you in Helen? Who are you with? With with Gary? Who who are you with? You know, like let's just lay it out there because if you're trying not to lay it out there because you think your kids are going to see it or somebody's well, because gonna, it's not going to work. Yeah, you've already laid it out. Right, there. Exactly. So you might as well post a pic. Right. Post a pic. 
closed the deal. And I know these conversations annoy some people. We've had these conversations before, and a lot of people feel like they use Facebook and, and all of social media to keep engaged with friends and family. And I agree with that. I'm not taking anything away from it. I just think that they're... You know, for people who would also say, like, um, this relationship's going to work out because I'm not going to play games. Well, you kind of are playing games. You know what I mean? Like, you got to walk the walk that you talk the talk. It's kind of like you're playing games if you're, like, sort of posting these cryptic, cryptic messages things. and pictures. Yes. It's it's like, and like you know. Pixelate them, like I said, like I said, yeah. uh, or jumbled or something. You're either with them or you're not. And you know what? You can be with them and not have to tell the whole world about it. It's okay. It's okay. But they don't post even the the teaser, the teaser trailer. Exactly. Yeah. Just, Just do your thing. Yeah, and enjoy your Go life. Go to your room, take your panties down. Well, she'll okay. carry you a good time. Okay. In Panama City. All right. Right? And then go get you some 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 oysters and steamers. And call it a day. Watch the sunset and call it a day. There's no need to post teaser trailers, like it's a like it's a 20th Century Fox production on your Facebook page. But if you end up getting married and it's really happy and successful, then I think it's, you know, fantastic. And, we all and, hope that. We hope that. And everybody can do whatever they yeah. want. I just find that the new year always brings about these types of posts. And, like, I just saw one the other day from someone that was like, um, do, are, are you ready for a new start to make extra money on the side? No, and it's I'm like, not. I need uh, it, but I'm not. Yeah, yeah. What are you pitching now, Sarah? Yeah. It's like, what you got? Eh. It's kind of that like sort of toothy grin where you're like, uh. And her husband has no idea. Well, he does when he sees that. And everybody starts like dropping money off and she's out in the Putting garage. Putting it under the chicken. She's out in the garage. Taking five bills under your chicken. Giving them kits and stuff. But yeah, I just, I don't know. I don't know. I think part of it is get, get your training wheels under you on sobriety, on a new relationship, finances. on finances, on a new job before you're out on the open road. Does that make sense? Well, and even if you are out on the open road, let's, let's, let's reserve comment until we at least learn how to take the curve. Yeah. Right? Without, without, uh, without. Yeah, I think so, but I know people don't agree. Over. You know, but that's let's the, be- that's the beauty of the world and podcasting is you don't have to agree, right? Well, you don't have to agree. It's not just podcasting. You don't have to agree with anybody if you don't want in general. Yeah. You know, I've said that. I maybe got a little surly. Well, wow. Goodness gracious. Hello there. What? I said a green emoji live facial expression. Have I ever seen one? What do you mean? Um, well, I have. I've gotten kind of surly in my old age. Uh, it used to be when I was in Atlanta radio my entire life, you were a slave to the listener. You were a slave to that ratings diary. You were a slave to that ratings portable people meter. PPM is the way the ratings are done now. And if you came up to me in an event, I just wasn't having a good day. I, I still had to engage and tell you your shoes are pretty. And and just take your verbal beating for whatever I said and, and, and smile and move on. That was expected. It's not the case anymore. I'm not a slave to a PPM, portable people meter. I'm not a slave to a major corporation that, that's running a radio station that I work for. I'm not a slave to a listener anymore. When you work in a major market in radio, you have to the line. play the game. You have to play the game. The 25 years that I was in Atlanta radio also was not – I mean, I was that person for sure. I think you were pretty real to who you were. I, absolutely, I was. But I'm just podcasting has allowed me to absolutely just say what I want to say. I agree, and I think when people say to me, um, "He like," I don't hear it as much anymore. But like, you know, real people, friends, and stuff who know you, you are who you are. You have been the right. same person on podcasting, on radio, or, or or wherever. You don't play a role. But I do think there are some people who've been like, "Wow, I didn't know he." felt that way about this or that he was that way. And, and I think that's when I, I wonder if people's expectation and it's, I think it's in Indian, any industry where 
people have an, you're kind of in the public eye and people have this expectation of you that maybe that's not you, but this is the real you. You know what I mean? And, and if that's not what they like, then that's okay too. Well, this is the unedited version. I still have the same beliefs. I still have the same thoughts. I still yes, have the you same do. favorite color. I still have, you know, all, the, all those things remain. This is just unedited in podcasting uh, for a lot of different reasons. But because I, um, when you work for a major market radio station for a huge corporation in a large city, in a big station that has ratings, and most of the years I did, living every moment, not only when you're physically at the radio station on the air in the studio, but your entire life is being lived in, 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 in the public eye. You're never able to turn it off. You, I was never able to turn it off, you know, and, and, and I chose the job that I sure did. So did I sign up for it? Probably so that yes. I just think it's people's expectations. I think that, you know, it, it, it's no different, and we've talked about it with um, people who are actors or actresses or, or even musicians, you know. It, it, I mean, it's happened before with even, you know, country musicians and so forth that, you know, they'll say, listen, my kids are off limit, my marriage is off limit, my this is off limit. But people are like, no, 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 because, you know, you're profiting or you're in the you're in the public eye, so it's not off limit. But that's not really a fair statement. There should be some things that you're allowed to have off limits. And to have people's commentary on how you live your life, how you raise your kids, how you run your marriage, how you, you know, it's just I, I dare say those same people would not say that to another friend. Who worked at Publix. Exactly. As an area manager. Exactly. You would never have that conversation with someone. But there's something about the fact that, you know, and we do. We choose for, we're very transparent on this podcast. Incredibly transparent. Um, There are some things we do try to protect with having kids, going to schools and stuff like that. But, you know, our struggles are your struggles. and, And, you know, that's what we talk about on here. But at the same time, just because we choose to do that, it doesn't, I don't think, give everybody the right all excess pass yeah exactly exactly so i just find it very interesting and i think um what you know we started talking about like the new year and everything but i i do think it's true because i think i do get a lot of questions about like is he really that way does he really feel that way is he you know and and you but you know what most of what you did in radio this is what you talked about well you have to build a character profile yeah you have to have a character profile even in in radio major market radio and that character profile, you have to stick to that character profile. I always prefer for my character profile to be you, to be, to be legit, yeah. Because I have a hard time keeping up with things, right? And so if you tell me that I have to believe this or you need to think this, I, I'd get tripped up, and then suddenly an entire bit would be blown because I would switch say, channels. Yeah, yeah. Well, I wouldn't mean to, but I, it's, it's like I were there things that were created and embellished and manufactured with bits and segments uh, on on you know more show radio. Of course there were. But my character profile, meaning the person that I am, I was a, a, a uh, when we, you go through many courses and exercises to drill down to define your character definition or profile. And I was a, a sarcastic Southern storyteller was mine. And I think that all those points stick. I yes. think they stuck in radio. I think that they stick in radio today. Yes. And I think that they also stick in podcasting, but in unedited form. I could drop the F-bomb right now. I wouldn't do it, but I could drop the F-bomb right now. And nobody would, would, would say a word. Um, well, someone might say a word, but we wouldn't. There's no accountability in podcasting. It's a wild, wild west. I think that's probably going to change here before long. But right now, you can you can come and go and say as as, as you'd like, say what you want, and that can be. You have to be careful of that as well. Looking forward to 2023. What do you say? So I'm looking around at um, what could best be described a as mess. a podcast studio gone awry. It was, as you remember and you recall, we have been podcasting from Will's spare bedroom. It's like a hostel. 
And then <laughs> Will moved across the hall when he came back, um, as they all do. Don't be listening to this if you have young kids and say, oh, mine will never move back. Because they will. Three, four, five times. And that's okay. That's okay. Um, I'm smiling like that. Like that weird little smile with my teeth. That's okay. Uh-huh. Um, and so Will moved across the street into Olivia's, who is a freshman in UT, her old room. Right. Well, that was fine and dandy until we realized she's coming home for about a month, as she should, and we wanted right. her to winter be break, here winter break. for winter break. So she has basically turned this room into a dorm room. Yeah. I mean, I can't. There's like a couple of knives and forks. There's some bowls. I think those are your Sprite cans. Yes. So between the two of you, y'all got something going on in here that best well, resembles like a red roof slash quick trip. It's a mess. Yeah. It's a mess. I think that's part of your problem right now. Is high. yeah, you're you're. Like, look, I can't get in here and work. Well, there's only certain. I get it, Donna, but there's only certain hours and windows I can come in here and work. My job is right here. I know, but I said this to you before no, she came out. You can't, but you can't you get start. mad. I'm not mad at I'm her. Not, I'm, not, I'm not mad. I know, but sometimes it seems like you're mad because she's in your space. It's, you? not, it's not that. It's not that. I wish we had. I wish I mm. had thought this through a little mm-hmm. more. Uh, on, on a lot of different levels and a lot of different questions and a lot of different potential storylines. I had thought things through a little better. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would have I would have rented me a storage cube down the road somewhere and moved all my studio equipment in there. And I would have just recorded the podcast in a in a, a, a storage unit somewhere. Uh-huh. But too late now. And I don't know where all the cords go, to be honest with you. I'd unplug them all and get down there and, and, and not have any idea. You'd what have to have Steve where. Mitchell meet you at that light. Over. Production assistance from Steve Mitchell and Ingo Studios. Let's get to work, Mitchell. Come over mm-hmm. here. I'm at the Storage <sighs> Easy. Oh, my God. Storage Easy. Uh, On Windward Parkway. Wherever I am. For, like, we've gone so downhill, like backslid if we're in a storage facility. Recording a podcast. Yeah. Can you imagine? Like, the, the, you no. hear the people in the background that are digging through their stuff that they've, you know, they brought in or they're moving in or they're moving out. Yeah, they're like, like, Jeannie, where's where's Nana's ashes? Yeah, we're there. Hello, we're recording a podcast two doors down here. Seriously. Sir. Jesus. I think it's all going to work out fine because Will has secured his new apartment, apartment, which we're very proud of. Yes. Um, unfortunately, a pipe burst, so that... Uh, delayed his departure. Delayed his departure. So as soon as that happens, Olivia can move over. And we're heading up, Olivia and I, are, as soon as we record this, we're heading up to look for an apartment for next year. If you have college students, you know that you don't really even know if the first year is going to take 100% hers is, thank God, before you have to start securing a place for them to live for next year. So it's kind of crazy. So we're going up to do that. So you're going to get two full days of me not being here, her not being here. I don't know about that. Right, but I have two full days of work that I have to do. I know, but you'll have your space. Yeah, right. You have your space. We had to put Sally down. Oh, yeah. I did it this morning. I stayed up with her all night. We talked about it on the last podcast. And um, we just decided about uh, 2 o'clock this morning that we were going to have to uh, go ahead and get that done. So uh, it was extremely sad. It, it, it was, it was you know, I uh, this is the second dog we've had that I've driven to be put down. And it is not, it is not a ride that you want to remember. No. But you do. You will forever remember that ride. The two rides for me. And one of them was this morning at 9.30. Um, I know your mind just, I, I spent this morning just thinking about, like, her as a little puppy and just. Yeah, how vibrant she was. And well, like I said in the last podcast, she's, she's just so sweet. She is. She just. She was just the sweetest, sweetest, sweetest dog. I promise you. I promise anyone listening that after this, 
we're going to not have as much sadness in our life. It's been a lot of well, sadness. Well, that's not guaranteed. You know, but that's, hey, listen. This is real life. It is. It is. And, and, and we could hit the lottery tomorrow and, and for, for a trillion dollars and still be sad. And you'd hear about it, you know, yeah. but that's just, that's just the way it is. We've had a lot of, uh, we've had a lot of sad, sad things happen here. And we hope that that streak continues or no, it, it, it ends, but, um, you know, it, it, it is like you, you, you say it best when you say life is messy. Life it is. is messy. Well, you know it's, it's messy. It's highs and lows. It's freaking messy right now. It's highs and lows. And I think if you think that, uh, if you're only in life for the, for the rainbows, you're in for some heartache yeah. because, you know, but I will say this in, in the messy is sometimes some good stuff. It's just, you know, it, I don't know. I think it allows you to stop and slow down and just take some stock. And, you know, as you go through your, your life day to day to day to day to day, you're not always thinking about memories and what happened and this and that you're just trying to get from one thing to the next. But when something kind of comes in as like a, I call it a shocker, like a pool shocker, something bad happens, you inevitably have to spend time, you know, kind of reminiscing. And, um, I mean, it will be fine. I said to you, I think my biggest worry, and, and this is your biggest worry anytime you do this, is do we do the right thing? Do we do the right thing? Well, there's no doubt that we did the right thing. Yeah. I don't have a doubt that we did the right thing because... Yeah, it, it became like an episode of ER last night. Yeah, it was a, it was a, it looked like a, uh, like crime a, a crime scene, scene. And throughout our entire first floor, not just the kitchen, not just the den, not just keep anywhere that she went. Yeah. There was blood just being, uh, and I, I had Swiffers, Swiffer as plural. Well, we had gloves on. We yep. had. It was, it was, it was, we, we could not have gone another day. Um, no. No. And she could not have either. No. And she was, she was, um, yeah, I hate it when people say, I've lost both my parents in the past year, two months. They're in a better place. Yeah, they are. We'll give you, yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. Uh, you said it best though about Mr. Al, uh, your mother's boyfriend who passed at 103 this fall as well. That it that doesn't help erase the pain of you wishing that they were still here. Yes, they're in a better place, but that right. doesn't make it easier. And that's a very kind thing for people to say. It is because people don't know what to say, but you're right. You, it does not erase the pain. It does not take away the pain that that person is no, you know, we wish that he'd be here till the end of time. Yeah. You know, not everybody, but, but certain but, people. Yeah. And I think that that's true because I think, you know, Sometimes you tell we have no run of show here. We're yeah, just but it seems like people. Which is okay too, I think. But I think sometimes that's what happens with people is they're like, I should feel I should I should let them go. Like I'm being selfish, wanting them to be here. But you know what? That's okay because you want them to be here. I I want I wanted Sally to be here in her old form, but not this current form because it had gotten bad. I mean, and and the person I feel the most sorry for is my little Roscoe, our little Roscoe. He's, He's just. He's just lost. Well, you know, they have great dogs have such great instinct, tremendous instinct. And yeah, and he, it was so last night, apparent he last knew, night. And he's known for months that she was not well. Yeah. Uh, but last night, um, yeah, he because I was having to keep him from her. Um, He'd just lay in front of the door. Yeah, and just had this look of what's going on. I want to play a clip. We're going to shift gears here. I meant to do this last episode, and uh, we were just running long. But this is, uh, this is from the moment after halftime. And we're actually going to go into the locker room. And find out what Kirby told him at halftime. Mm. I have that audio as well. This is after they turn the the burners on. This is about a sixty second clip that that is the highlights of the third and fourth quarters. Saturday night, Chick Fil A Peach Bowl. Chick Fil A Peach Bowl here in Atlanta is sending the George Bulldogs to their second national championship game in two years. We grab at him, pull on his jersey. He avoids it, throws it into the end zone, and touchdown. In Ohio State, 
has taken the largest lead of the season on Georgia now. Edson takes it out of the shotgun, deep ball down the middle. He's got a man breaking open, and it is caught! 14-yard line, Arian Smith. They tackle him where? Around the 10 or the 11. Handoff, Kendall Milton steps over a man, angles to the right, to the 5, to the 4, to the 3. They try to push him in the end zone, they do! Touchdown! Huge answer right there by the dogs. Bennett, he's going to take this ball and run it into the corner of the end zone. Touchdown! He just ran it to the short side, leaps across right in front of the pylon. Dogs able to get right back into this football game. And Ohio State answers the call. Buckeyes back up by double figures. Back up by double figures. Yanks it deep. Oh, look at Arian Smith. That's going to be a touchdown. He caught it at the 30, 20, 10. They won't catch him. Touchdown! Touchdown! 76 yards. about that? That's where it gets good, right? Here. And now they will go for two. Snap it back to Stett. Here comes pressure. Throw it to McConkie. We got it! Two-point conversion right on the goal line. They hit it. It's a three-point game, 38-35. Dogs on Down double yet. digits just a moment Everyone ago. Now three-point game. Worked their way, worked their way back up. Sitting in this one from the 10. Snap it back to Bennett. He looks in the end zone. Throws it to the back corner. Caught! Caught! Touchdown! 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 A.D. Mitchell! Back left corner! 54 seconds to go. Oh, my goodness. The game comes down to this. Hold. Kick. <laughs> no! He missed it! Left! It's midnight! Happy New Year! Georgia 42, Ohio State 41. It was at that point that you could feel the ground shake in the city of Atlanta. All over. You could feel the you could feel the ground shake beneath you because people were just jumping up and down and yelling and celebrating a game that uh, it didn't appear. The George Bulldogs are going to win at, at many points in, the, in that game. Saturday night, the Chick-fil-A Peach Bowl. So congratulations to the George Bulldogs. Kirby Smart, your SEC coach of the year. We're headed to uh, L.A. Going to play the uh, the, the, the horn, horny toads of uh, TCU. I just hope that Kirby. Dogs and frogs. I just want Herbie to get, Kirby, Herbie, Herbie, Kirby. He needs to just get a little happy. Come on. Loosen up your khakis, maybe two notches. Get them happy. I love when he does his vertical jumps and he's all excited, but he just seems so damn serious right now. Donna, he's coaching a national champ. He won. He won the award for the coach of the year. Everything's going to be fine. He just needs to chill out a little bit. I think he's concerned about Stetson Bennett. I do. I do. After hearing the exchange that uh, you heard last episode of this podcast after the game when Kirby really kind of got on him a little bit, uh, and he, I think that Kirby Smart was making a point of saying, you're not bigger than this team. You're not bigger than this team, and and you need to do what I tell you to do. Because there was a moment in, and I don't have the audio, but there was a moment in Stetson Bennett's post-game press conference when Kirby was not in the room. And he was very flippant about something. It was something, the question was him, 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 a certain play. And you could tell from his answer that he was, number one, being very cocky. But number two, basically saying, yeah, that one's not in the playbook. I did that one on my own. I don't think he's cocky. You don't think that he's not, okay. I don't think he's cocky. I think he's confident. I think there's a difference. Uh, there is a difference. But I, look at this kid right here. This is this is number five. That's Stetson right there. All right. When he was wearing the jersey at uh, Jones Community College. Yeah. Right there. You think he had any idea? Uh, could he have possibly imagine what was in front of him? You think other than a camera, uh, which maybe at this point from the look no, at his, I just, his I eyes, he only thought. I, of the I don't think he's. I don't know. I think he's. I think he's gonna. It'll be fine. I just think Kirby needs to loosen up a little bit. Well, I think that Kirby Smart would say, I think Stetson Bennett needs to tighten up a little bit. Probably, so, but 
you know, maybe they could meet in the middle. Here is uh, Kirby Smart. This is uh, post game Saturday night in the locker room after uh, the uh, the big win over Ohio State. Two in a row, you think you're gonna do it? Yeah, I hope so. I'm ready for my car flipping. Get ready, folks. Get your gloves out, get them lined up, be ready to go. Stretch, don't forget to stretch. Yeah, stretch, stretch. Low, high. Same location for over 40 years. The Wolfman, ask for the Wolfman. Uh, if you watched the Superstation TBS back in the 80s and early 90s, when uh, you know, Braves were, were America's team because they were the first team to really get exposure across America on the very first TV Superstation, which was owned by Ted Turner here in Atlanta. And that was the flagship. That was the home station for the Braves. So that's why Braves were originally named the you know, America's team because everybody could watch them play every single game. First team to ever have the you know, WGN in Chicago. Soon after that became a superstation. And the, the, the Cubs and the Chicago sports property saw a big bump as well. But it was a uh, Atlanta Braves first and Ted Turner and TBS superstation. That's where uh, Donna and, and, and her dad, the Wolfman, advertised. In addition to, uh, to Donna, my Donna, and, and spending money at uh, your, your radio properties where you were through the year. Uh, but they got that exposure, and uh, so people nationwide are familiar with the Wolfman and Donna and, and the Gallery Furniture brand. You have one up on everybody in that they're in your backyard. Okay, It's a short drive to Gainesville, right across Lake Lanier. It doesn't matter where you are. You can get there in an hour. Probably get there much less. But when you get there to Gallery Furniture, you're going to be surprised at the quality of merchandise. You're going to be surprised at the amount of merchandise, furniture, every for every room in your house. This priced right. This reasonably priced. And uh, Donna's going to work with you. Uh, if you have a job, you've been on the job for six months and you have a checking account, bam. That to qualifies you instantly for credit approval. Donna doesn't have to call in favors, anything like that. She she listen. She runs a lot of uh, she runs a lot of sales, a lot of receipts through that building every year. People that loan money, which will be who Donna the uh, the banks, the loaners. The, I love people, that. All, all the loaners, people, all of those people, the loaners. They uh, they know that and they, they they work with Donna quite well. On the job, six months checking account, bam, instant financing, qualified and guaranteed financing at Gallery Furniture. Yeah, I want to talk about that for a minute because I do think that that is probably one of the scariest things about going out to buy new stuff is, do you want to check your credit? No, you just know it's not great. You know, it's taking a ding through COVID and you don't really want to dive deep into that and you've been somewhere and you've walked all through, you know, because they don't run your credit first. You know, when you're buying a car, when you're buying furniture, they let you fall in love with the item. Have you noticed that? Like, so you fall in love with the thing and you got to have it and it fits perfectly in your room. You've already picked out a delivery date and then they go to run your credit and they come back and they say, listen, sorry. And you've invested like an hour, an hour and a half. Donna is not going to do that. And I think that's really important because the one thing she does do is, listen, she works with people who have perfect credit, who come in and pay cash for their stuff and they're on their way or they write a check or they charge it or whatever they do. But if you're not in that situation, and there's a whole boatload of people right now in the world who are not in that situation for whatever reason, don't worry about it. Don't stress over it. You're going to get her advantage. And like you just said, Caddy, because she works with all these banks, she has things that she can do, kind of tricks of the trade. And that doesn't mean she's going to jerk your finance rate up or you're going to be paying for the next 15 years. It just means that she can vouch for you. She can vouch for you. If you have a job, six months, we've been talking about it, this is the place to go up and get 
furniture. You're not going to be embarrassed. You're not going to be called out. You're not going to be made fun of. You're not going to be shamed. You're going to get new furniture and you're going to be able to get it in the next couple of weeks and have it in your house. And how good is that going to feel? That's going to feel great. They can come to your home, deliver your, your goods, your bounty that you find at the store. You can also take it home the day that you're there. All right. And uh, they have the, 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 the huge showroom, about 20,000 square feet. At 1,600 Brownsburg Road, Gainesville, but Donna has four or five different satellite locations, warehouses uh, around Gainesville because she gets six, seven trucks a week. So she scatters it around. If you don't find what you're looking for, you know, there on the, the, the at the mothership, then you can hop in her Tahoe and she'll, she'll drive you around to her different mini warehouses. Don't spend the day together. You'd love it. On Instagram, the follow is Ask for Wolfman Furniture. Ask for Wolfman Furniture. Donna, Marilyn, thank you for your support of the podcast. Also, support from our friends at Fayetteville Ford, just north of the Fayetteville Square. FayettevilleFordGA.com. FayettevilleFordGA.com. Get ready to drop a mint. Fayetteville Ford. The Fayetteville Ford. Charlotte's getting her a brand new Bronco. Daddy's getting her a brand new Ford Raptor. Man, I can't Black on black. It's going to be beautiful. Beautiful, beautiful. 801 package. Fayetteville 36-inch tires. 18 speakers. Is this about you, or is this about everyone else? I always wanted a Raptor. What are you doing over there? Sudoku, what are you doing? I was actually looking up, just so you know, smart elky, um, a powertrain. There is such a thing as a powertrain. I just saw there a picture of it. There is a powertrain, it. but it's not a, it's not a part. Well, I just There's saw a parts, picture of it. plural. Here's a picture of it. Okay, that is a powertrain. Look at all those pictures. Look at all those parts. And the components, yes. It's not one specific part or component. It kind of looks like a, um, okay. a scooter. Like a scooter. A skateboard. Yeah, exactly, a skateboard. Okay, it's not. Let's not say that. Let's not say that. Lifetime powertrain warranty is uh, what you score. No gift to you, the customer. Uh, it's like you, you're getting a, a kiss with some tongue from Chris Chitwood when you roll off the lot. Oh, boy. It's just gift to you, a kiss and a, a lifetime powertrain warranty. As long as you own that vehicle, take good care of it, get your maintenance done and any repairs by a certified ASC technician, you can go anywhere with that Ford. From Fable Ford, you get transferred if you're in the uh, work or you're in the military or you just decide to move to wherever you want to go, uh, Canada or U.S., that lifetime powertrain warranty travels with you. That's why it's called Lifetime. Lifetime Powertrain Warranty, FateBeforeGA.com. FateBeforeGA.com. All right, Donna, let's, uh, let's focus on some songs here. Let's focus on some music. That's our main uh, classification by Apple Podcasts. And in that classification, in that category, music, every week, 43,000 active podcasts. That's a lot. 40, that's a lot of podcasts. Where do they store all that uh, all, all that talk, do you think? Let's go over that. I mean, what? Let's think about 43,000, yeah. That's just in the music category. You know, there are 2 million podcasts every week that are released. Well. In different category types. you got religion. I mean, you, the categories will blow you away. But we're also not, we didn't choose the easiest categories. Like some people for their podcast so that they can chart the, higher. The, the, uh, planting. Or, yes. Or I don't know. Like, origami. You know, motivational speaking, generational trauma. Well, the you categories know, and classifications that don't have, don't have a lot of bulk to them. Don't have a lot of, of, of entries, a lot of podcasts, a lot of title, podcast titles within that category because what happens then? Yeah, I mean, well, we're in, then they, they chart low. We're in entertainment. Well, you chart high if there's not many of them. Right, no, but I mean, yes, um, if you have a lot of them there, you chart low. But like, we're in entertainment news. We are. Music, that's our second, that's our mm-hmm. secondary question. We are right up there with, because um, when you look at it, you're like, wait a minute. We're right up there with E, Entertainment News. We're up there with Dumont, all of these. TMZ, oh, she's the one who like releases all the like behind the scenes stuff. Okay, mm-hmm. right. So we're right up there. Now I'll tell you who was kicking our ass for a while and it really made me mad. Well, it's not Perez Hilton, who was it now? No, it was the, some Brits thing. Them and like some behind the scenes for Disney World. And it's like, okay, we're not well, having this. Well, Disney's always going to win. 
But we can talk about Disney World. We can talk about Disney World. We're actually going to talk about the Royals here in a second. Yeah, but, we can talk uh, about the Royals. Royal anymore, but uh, hashtag Prince Harry on this episode. Whoever does the episode notes make it happen. We can talk about the Royals hashtag too. Royal but family, I mean, this across the pond. Hashtag London. Hashtag it's like shooting. how many weeks do you need to talk about Disney or the Royals? Because for a while they were like trying to beat us and everything. But we're doing that, and so who we compete with over in the music space is. Everyone, because like Bruce Springsteen has a podcast. Barack Obama has what's considered a music podcast. It's insanity. Bono from U2. Established personalities and established brands in in both entertainment news and music. And we're taking Bono on. Should we change to... um, Tantric sex? Probably not. I would not be an expert in that field, for sure. Yeah. Anyway, so that's going on. So I am adding today. Um, well, thank you for getting us to the top 100 every week. Yes, absolutely. That's uh, very competitive. Speaking of someone you might want to have tantric sex with, I am yeah, adding. Do we, do, we, do we holler that name out now? Kip Moore. He, um, I'm adding his new song, and it is called If I Was Your Lover, and it's with Morgan Wade. I got to tell you, I'm really into these duets lately. I just added the Dirks um, duet the other day, and I just, these duets are really good. What's the name of it again? Last Slut? Last, last Shot. I'm sorry. I'm, I got to get new glasses. Dudes, are you okay with a male-on-male collab? Because that doesn't happen often. It doesn't happen often, though. Well, in this one, so Morgan plays his love interest. Um, the video was shot in Charleston, South Carolina. Right, stop it, stop it. One more time, back up. Morgan plays his love interest. Morgan Wade. Who okay. are you thinking? Morgan That's a Wade. Girl. That's a girl. Yeah. And the song was co-produced with um, Jaron Johnson from the Cadillac 3. If you know anything about Jaron, he is like super in demand. People want to write with him. I'll take my cards and play my hand. Lose it all. Is that kid right here on the driving the motorcycle? Yeah. In the, in the, in the wife beater in the sunglasses? Yeah. Really? Yeah. What, what's happened? What do you mean? It doesn't look like him. I mean, I think it's him. I haven't really watched the whole video, but I think it is. I don't think that is. Well, and it, yeah, no, it is. Okay. That's him. Okay. Anywho, um, I've always thought, I've said this before, he's got that kind of John Mellencamp rocker country rocker deal going. Okay. I remember we stood on the side of the stage and we saw him at... Uh, Here we go. I think it was the Buckhead Theater. Was it the Buckhead Theater or the Roxy? It was that small place. And he was like burning that incense. And I just was like locked and loaded in uh-huh. on this man's arms and eyes. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah. I mean, just a very, very attractive man. And then I think if you remember, we went like, we he did that little backstage thing. And there was, if I recall, there was someone who was a soccer coach at our local high school who was like his sister's best friend or something. It was a very strange meet and greet. It was like four friends who knew him really well, and then you and I. This has happened to us quite a bit. But we, we also, what we should do on like a couple of the next podcasts, maybe one a week, is we'll choose a memorable backstage encounter. Memorable meaning? Um, it could be memorable for any, any number of reasons. It could go any way. And, you know, there's Ron White and the baked potato. And Gosh, then, where, were we? We were in, where were we? Mississippi for that? Yeah, in Tunica or somewhere. It yeah, was Tunica, a, Mississippi. a strange part of Mississippi. Um, there have been a lot of things that, and, not, and what's interesting is it's not like the wild stuff that you think about, but it's just sometimes they're awkward. Sometimes you go back there, you think there's going to be 100 people. It's just the two of you. Kip Moore, one time I remember this, probably the venue here in Alpharetta. It was not at a meet and greet. 
or anything, but I ran into him somewhere just at the venue during the day. Well, we had gone, we had Charlotte because we had gone, yep. it was Lady Annabelle on him and Russell Dickerson. Yes, Rusty D. And, and Kip said, hey man, call me after the show, let's hang out. I didn't because that that, that kind of stuff always made me uncomfortable. Yeah. You know? Do they I was, really want you to call him or are they just yeah, saying that? They, yeah. yeah. And, 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 and so I didn't, well, I got a text from him the next day. He was mad. He was. What happened, buddy? I thought you were, I thought you were coming back to say hi after the show. But I, I just, I always, you know, I have friends in radio still that think that they can just knock on any bus door Ugh. and walk up any bus, the stairs of any bus and hang out for hours on end. I would never do that in a million years. I'm yeah. not knocking on a bus door to begin with. Well, never that's have. like their house. It is. You, you know, have to that's their that. sacred space. And often they're going to say to you, come by. But they really. They don't mean that. It's, it's, a, it's a nicety. Same yeah. thing happened to Dirksen at Cherokee. Oh, my Lord. Remember? Now, I will tell you, he that was one. He did one. And we were backstage. We, we did, but he called and said, are you coming back or not? Where are you? It was just him and his band. Very cool experience. Yeah, because they kind of said, it was like a, you know, there used to not be vibe rooms and all the stuff they call them. And, and also, we've talked about this. Like now, you know, when you buy a ticket, you can buy an access a to package. a meet and greet. Yeah. It used to be much more just, hey, come back, hang out with the artist. Sometimes they, most of the time, like now they all have bars set up. A lot of times they didn't even have that. They were just like, hey, you want a beer? They grab it out of a cooler. That was a really cool one, Dirks. And if you recall, this was very interesting. We, there was like this teeny tiny love seat. And it was him, me, and you. It was very. It wasn't a dark room necessarily, but it was a very. Um, it was, and he had on a white beater, and he it was just like it was him, and then it was me, and it was you. And you know, how, like it's like you're so close together, but you sort of have to lean back to talk because you're like, do I reek of vodka or like what's the situation? And then you were sort of having to lean around me to talk to him and his white beater. And then we said, he's like, we, you know, because nobody could ever figure out what in the literal hell we, we were, were doing. Because we would always do that to artists and just... Yeah, just pop in. I always felt uncomfortable at meet and greets and backstage. I always did. I always did with an artist because you don't, I don't want to see you anymore than you want to see me, really, at the end of the day, you know? And well, and I'll be honest with you. It was Ron, so competitive, too. Ron White like, oh. did not have any interest in seeing us. No, no, who set that up? Uh, what's, what's your name? name? Mm-hmm. Be glad when that happens to you that you had me because I can awkwardly in a social situation talk to a wall and somehow I managed to talk to him about his baked potato, which is not code. It was actually his baked potato for, I would say, 11 minutes. Well, and his bus had broken down, if I recall. Oh, there. he was not happy. And I probably had to, he had to get a jet to fly in to Tunica because he, he was in Dallas with his, his wife at the time. Before it went south. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she hired our old attorney. Uh, by God. Who he Still to this day talks about And his, there's just no his, need to his, do that. His content, his jokes. There's just no need to John do that. John Mayhew. John C. Mayhew. Oh, my God. Okay, where are we? We're, we're, what time is it? What, and, what day is it? What episode are we what on? Are you, what are you uploading to the list? To four. Get it? Uh, I'm going to go with The House of Love from Amy Grant and Vince Gill. Oh, God, I love that song. Has a little reggae feel. Well, that's because Greg Barnhill is from New Orleans. Let me tell you, you know, you can hear the happiness in their voice because they're just starting to... Oh, I was on vacation with her ex-husband when it broke that she was with Vince Gill. And let me tell you something. We were on an island in the middle. I didn't know where I was. We were on an island. Um, Why on earth? I mean, like, and you came to have a really good time. And this guy is just just, very dark place. Well, his wife has run off with Vince Gill. Not just anyone. Vince Gill. Yeah, and she's a superstar as well. But you have to think, like, if your wife ran away with Vince Gill, I love Vince Gill. And young Vince Gill, I would think he'd put some oomph into it. But an older Vince Gill, like, what are they going to do, really? I mean, they're just going to hang out and drink wine and stuff. It's not like they're going to be having, like, barn burner sex or anything like that. I mean, it's Vince Gill. I don't know. Where's the course? Let me get the course. That'll be the bridge. Well, originally, Sting was supposed to record that with her. 
I think she pushed Sting out of the way to get Vince in the studio. Because it was a done deal. Sting was to be on House of Love with Amy Grant. Mm. And things didn't, uh, something happened. I don't know. Somebody put some sugar in Sting's gas tank, and, and he couldn't get there. And uh, I'm just Vince Gill shows up an hour later. He's sweaty riding a bike. He, he was the one drove over there to Sting's place, put gas in his sugar tank. And you know what happened then? With sugar in his gas tank. Whatever the hell it being. I don't know. Um, we just call this. Can we just let's just go home. We can, but I'm just sitting here thinking we'll we'll keep them we'll keep them trolling out for the next um, six months. I'm thinking of some more memorable backstages. There's some really good ones. Yeah, all right. Prince mm. Harry is on 60 Minutes with Anderson Cooper this Sunday, CBS, seven o'clock. I mean, I'm sure he's held back one exclo- ex- explosive thing to make him nervous across the pond. I will say, I watched the. Um, I remember it, it happened. Podcast Network. Let's get all the hashtags in for the Royals because we need to beat uh, the. Pod, uh, what, yes. what are they? What's the name of that podcast? Across one? the pond. We need to jump across the pond. Yeah, seriously. Hashtag uh, Reds. Hashtag uh, Megan. Hashtag Ginger. Mary, ginger. All of that. Yeah. Red, ha- hashtag uh, they Royals, killed Diana. Uh, whatever it takes to get the to, to get the downloads up. Well. I was not the biggest. I love Harry, and I, I do, you know, I like Megan. I was not the biggest Megan fan, but I will tell you, I watched the documentary on Netflix, and it was really well done. Of course, they did it, um, but I thought it was super interesting, and I did come away from it liking her a lot more and thinking that has got to be a tough gig for anyone to um, to do, to have your life so micromanaged across the pond. Do you know what the most fascinating thing out of that documentary was? How which, which, which documentary? This is the royal one on on Harry okay. and Meghan that they produced about their life, and I guess nobody really knew, but they started filming kind of right before COVID. So it was a lot of it was like you know their own video, which that was what was really cool because you never really see that type of talked about how they fell in love and the whole situation and all the stuff. Um, the most shocking thing to me, I don't know if it's shocking but surprising thing, <sighs> was how much Tyler Perry was involved. Yes, he he, he coordinated their their their. Escape. Uh, yeah, absolutely. He got the house warm in L.A. But I guess that England. makes sense because of all the, I wonder if that came out of the Oprah stuff or whatever, because, you know, she interviewed him and she's such good friends with Tyler, but he would literally. He like, orchestrated everything. Well, and he would call. He gave him money. Oh, yeah. He would call Megan. They would have like conversations and really funny conversations. And this is all in there. He is a very, very caring person. Tyler? He, yes. I would agree. Absolutely. Never met him, but he, well, you know, he's here in Atlanta, but he does. He does. Well, but also nobody knew. Do you know what I'm saying? Like most people do those types of things to be associated with, I help the Royals, but nobody really knew. I mean, I think it sort of came out that, you know, there was this vague story that they were staying in his house. But when you watch the documentary, like he basically flew them, got them in there, provided security, bridged bridged money until they could get it all figured out. They had no money when they got here and and they had no security. If you remember, if you can go back that far, it wasn't that far at all, but- uh, Prince, his dad, um, the mean one, Charles. Charles refused. The racist. They, they say the queen did as well. The racist. His grandmother refused to give them security because they had left the 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 they had given their titles back. Right. Uh, but so security wasn't part of the deal anymore, and they who, were very who, concerned. Who would want security for your grandchildren? Right. Well, you would think your grandfather. Seriously, but he didn't. So it was Tyler Perry that picked up the tab for the security. Tyler Perry that picked up the tab for uh, that house. It yes. wasn't uh, his house. It was a house he rented in for Canada. Them. In Canada. And then, and then they came, right. He also, I forgot about that. He did that one in Canada. And then they came to the States after they were up in, in Canada. Mana, for, Mana, why did they go there? Because. Windsor, I believe. That was the only, I think at the time, that was, he just had this place. They were trying to work everything out and trying to figure out where they were going to go. because of COVID restrictions. Correct. It was very tough to travel. They couldn't get back in, I think, yes. to the States. I'm remembering all it, this now. The, the documentary, if you're, even if you're not a royal, it was really interesting just 
how the protocol over there works, the paparazzi, um, and to really see two people who are trying to crisis coordinate. I got to get in radio. Oh, my God. We got to wrap. I just looked at the clock. Lord Jesus. Yeah. Well, good, good, I know y'all found this good compelling. Good talk. The whole thing. I just want you to know we didn't have anything <laughs> on the rush. books. Yeah, this is the first time there's never been a, even a, I don't even have a date written in front of me. I don't even if you thought we were rambling, we, we were. were. You weren't imagining we were. it. Yeah. yeah. So we'll be back uh, uh, soon, next Tuesday, I think. And uh, No, just um, sure. if you are selling wigs or uh-huh. toothpaste, go for it. Be successful. Yes. You know what? Go for it. Well, because we talked about it in the oh, beginning. The and I don't want yes. people, yes. you know, no, no, if, we're positive people. If you started something new, go for then it. go for Do it. Do your best. Yeah. Do your best. And we wish you the best. And Just leave me out of it for right now. Yeah, don't call. Don't call. We, can't, we don't need any Tupperware. Audio for this episode from uh, Amy Grant's record label. Kip Moore. Kip Moore, that's MCA. He's been on MCA since day one. Uh, probably the SEC Network. I'm going to go with ESPN, SEC Network. Uh, Kirby in the locker room post game would have probably been the UGA Athletics Department. Give them credit for that. I think that's it. Our thanks to executive producers Carl Appen and Hans Appen at the Appen Podcast Network. Production assistance from Steve Mitchell and Ingo Studios in Atlanta. That's where we are, just north of Atlanta, 30 miles directly north, Alpharetta, Georgia, awesomealpharetta.com. Come play while, stay while. And find your awesome and awesome Alpharetta. New episodes Tuesday and Thursday of Cadillac Jack, My Second Act. We are proud to be part of the Appen Podcast Network. Bye.